0: Call me for a diminished value report. Call me at 727-541-1741. You may be owed some money for lost value of your repaired vehicle. That's Gulfstream Motorsports, Inc., 727-541-1741. And be sure to tune in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, Wednesdays, 7 to 8 p.m. on the Tantalk Radio Network, a.m. 1340.
1: Quiet numbskulls, I'm broadcasting Do you belong in my class? And you belong in my class too, dog You know, for a teacher, pretty cool Uh, Why don't we cut out and go to your pad and live it up, huh? These are not underprivileged kids from broken homes. Actually, they're the overprivileged. Teenage rebels, too young to be careful, too tough to be afraid. You know, I lost one of these things in a principal's office. I don't want to lose another one in one of your bellies. The Beat Generation, young savages from nice families. This is their story, High School Confidential. This
2: is also the story of adults in the know who exploit the kids for their own ends.
1: He's healthy and normal and and full of fun. You know what I mean, too. Don't tell me you never rode a hot rod or had a late date in the second balcony. Or maybe you haven't.
2: The lost generation? Hardly. They don't care if they're the last generation. They want their kicks now. Now look,
1: you guys, say nothing. Don't even get the buzz right time of the day. Okay. You're right here. Yeah! Bobbin at the high school. Bobbin at the high school. Bobbin at the high school. Hey, everybody's okay. hoppin'. Everybody's hoppin'. Bobbin at the high school. Yeah! Yeah!
0: sing better than that yeah and
1: this is a real crummy joint i've seen more action in a zoo on which side of the cage pal what's that supposed to mean you figured out college boy i'm going outside and get some air Let's get him george let me have the phone is that your sickle
0: you want to stop reading those
1: hot rod magazines buddy sickle is out it's either bike or motorcycle made in japan huh that's right made in japan what's the matter aren't american sickles good enough for you you don't dig world trade college boy after all the economics they've tried to shove into you get off buddy come on come on no no that's karate that goes with the sickle come on. <laughs> oh, what, what are you doing charlie you know i can't afford any more trouble charlie get out of here the cops are on their way yeah this time they will close me up for good
0: Okay, hey, hey, welcome, and you are tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and I'm your host Robert. And Happy New Year to everybody! Happy New Year, Lee. Welcome back to the show. Thank you, Robert. How you doing? Doing okay, man. We have a really, really cool show tonight. I've got it's going to be fun. Uh, there's no better way to start off the year than to have a real live movie star on the show and a car guy at the same time. So it doesn't get much better than that. But uh, anyway, so I'm really excited about our guy. Uh, very, very interesting history. Very, very neat guy. Still around, and still having fun with cars too. So that's a that's a really good thing. So, hey Lee, you got that first song ready to fire up? We're going to go back. We're going to take you back to the early '60s, okay? And we got some fun music. Let's see if you guys remember this. This was also a movie too. Matter of fact, our guest this evening was in this movie. Okay, roll it.
1: Yeah, yeah She loves the monkey's uncle whoa, whoa. She loves the monkey's uncle. And the monkey's uncle, they for me Well, I don't care what the whole world thinks She loves the monkey's uncle Call us a couple of missing links She loves the monkey's uncle Rubble is monkey's The monkey's uncle and the monkey's uncle they for me. Hey, for me. Uh-huh. She loves the monkey's uncle, yeah, yeah. She loves the monkey's uncle, whoa, whoa. She loves the monkey's uncle and the monkey's uncle they for me. This in my heart jumps like a clown. She loves the monkey's uncle. Feels like the circus just came to town. She loves the monkey's uncle jungle Jim. in order to be with him. I love the monkey's uncle and I wish I were the monkey's aunt. Monkey's aunt. What a nutty family tree! A bride, a groom, a chimpanzee. Let them say he's the booby prize. She loves the monkey's uncle. He's the guy I idolize. She loves the monkey's uncle. Love all his monkey shines. Every day is Valentine. I love the monkey's uncle and the monkey's uncle ate for me. Hey, Borby.
0: listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radiant Cars. I'd like to tell you about a great place to eat right on the main part of Clearwater Beach. Located at 333 South Gulfview Boulevard. Grabby's Beachwalk Bar and Grill has two floors of food, drink, and fun. They have daily specials, happy hour, and nightly entertainment. Their menu caters to seafood lovers as well as land lovers. Krabby's Beachwalk Bar and Grill, 727-608-2065. They're open in the morning for breakfast until 1 a.m. So stop by and visit my friends Turtle, Eddie, and Polly, and all the girls and staff at Crabby's Beachwalk Bar and Grill. That's 727-608-2065. Mention Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and you never know, you might get a free drink. That's Crabby's Beachwalk Bar and Grill on Clearwater Beach, 727-608-2065.
1: more gas in the cylinder, more engine RPM, look at this tire, 650 rubber, really gives you the old dig when you need it. I got the guy to grind my cans, you know how much he sold me? 90 bucks. Now he's got a mortgage on my egg-beater. Jeepers if I only had a hand-injector. Listen, dope, you couldn't pump life into this old mill without... What's that, want to catch Charles? Listen, fellas, we've got some new drivers in this bunch. So the first race will be a free-for-all to see how they shape up. Those that know their stuff will qualify as entries in a timing race on the desert a week from Sunday. That'll be legal. Okay, guys, the starting line is at the end of this road. Start from a dead stop and drag through all the gears. Now, come on, let's get out of here. <laughs>
0: Bop, 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 boom. All right, we're back. in case you just tuned in, we are Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and it's a live radio show. Hey, run your computers and Google Tantalk1340. Uh, what is it? Yeah, Tantalk1340.com, and you can see us live on the computer. And, hey, i tell you what, we're going to do another little giveaway, too, because it's the first uh, show of the year. So the seventh caller, the seventh caller, will get a free $10 gift certificate to Krabby's Beachwalk Bar & Grill. That's Krabby's Beachwalk Bar & Grill in Florida Beach. So if you're the seventh caller, I've only got one coupon for tonight, but uh, the seventh caller, the number here is 727-441-3000. That's 727-441-3000. Okay, hey, uh, those couple of clips that I just pay, played um, uh, featured our special guest for the evening, okay? He played, I'm going to say it's a he because it wasn't in that foot and cello. Uh, I know everybody was hoping, but she wasn't really in the cars. Frankie Avalon was in the cars a little bit. Uh, James Darren was in the cars and a couple of the other guys. But anyway, our guest this evening, uh, I'll give you a clue. And as a matter of fact, I'll tell you what. If somebody can call in and tell me who our guest is, before I mention his name, he played a heavy on a lot of these movies. So he was in the movie About. He was in the movie, let's see, Monkey's Uncle. He was in Son of Flubber. He was in uh, The Adventures of Merlin Jones. He was in High School Confidential, With I played that one. He was in Blackbeard's Ghost. He was in Girl Happy. And he's made a number of guest appearances Batman, Route 66, uh, My Three Sons, all those kind of shows. Okay, So, there's a really cool guy. He's been around since the 50s and the 60s, kind of coasted a little bit in the 70s, and now he's just kind of semi retired. So, he's doing real well. So, I'm looking forward to having him on in a little bit. And uh, we might be calling him shortly here. But at any rate, uh, we got a bunch of shows coming up here. We got uh, this weekend at Silver Springs in. Ocala is the 18th annual Mustang Roundup sponsored by National Parts Depot, okay? So there will be a, anywhere between eight, 700 to 800, maybe even 1,000 cars. And uh, I will be bringing up, courtesy of one of our local collectors, a rare 2009 uh, Ford Iacocca Mustang, okay? It's got 279 miles on it. So if you've never seen an Iacocca in life, in person, in the real uh, here's your opportunity to come up to Silver Springs this weekend and uh, check out this uh, gorgeous uh, 2009 Mustang uh, Iacocca. Matter of fact, the the lines and the cues on this car is really what they should have done to the 2010-11-12 Mustang. I mean, it looks way, 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 way better than the uh, 1978 Toyota the silica rear fascia that they put on the car. And then the front you can kind of deal with, but the back's just hideous. It's just They just ruined that car. But at any rate... Uh, Big shout out to my friends, Cop Cars Online, okay, if you need a squad car or law enforcement vehicle or just a really cool cruiser, give my friends Cop Cars Online, Mark and John a call at 727-536-2677, that's 727-536-2677, and of course if your classic or vintage car needs love, care, and attention, or even your ski boat, give my friends at Forte's inboard and auto a call at 727-544-6440 at 727-544-6440 hey, keep in mind too, in two weeks we have the big shows, all all this stuff's going on in Scottsdale in two weeks, we've got the Bear Jackson we've got Russo, we've got Gooding we've got RM, there's like five or six or seven auctions going on in about two weeks, I mean Scottsdale would be inundated with cars car collectors, classics, vintage race cars, I mean you name it, plus the whole t- Town is just full of really, really cool, cool car people. And uh, hey, what do we got queued up next, here, Lee? Hey, you know what? We got some people that listen to our show every once in a while, don't we? So uh, let's uh, let's welcome one or two of those guys real quick. Let's just hear a little, a little word or two from our friends. Hi there, I'm Tom. Garage Sports. What happened? That's called uh, a bad file. That's called a bad file. Yeah, yeah. I can bring it up somewhere else. Hopefully the. uh... Oh, jeez. We'll have to edit the show now. <laughs> yeah, watch we'll it. We'll How about the other one? Let's see what the other one does. All right, let's give it a shot. Hi, this is Dan Woods. Ooh, no, that can't be right. Is it yeah, for real? Is yeah, it yeah, really doing yeah. it? Yeah. Are you serious? You, hey, look, I'm not doing it. Jeez. Oh, man. I could try it again. we Huh? Go ahead, try it again. Remember, hey, uh, this is just like the old days. This is just like the old days. <laughs> hey, it's live radio. Anything can, can happen. Hold on. I will pull them up in another... Um, you pull up another file? Uh, another okay. uh, why don't uh, we do this? Uh, Why don't we run a commercial while you're a couple of commercials real quick, and then you can call our guests while we're looking for those promos. And then we'll be back. Although I could keep on talking. I mean, ha- another thing we got going on here at the end of the month is the 24-hour race at Daytona, the Daytona 24 Hours. In fact, uh, we got a local celebrity that's going to be running in this year, his first time at this event, although he's been around the racing car scene for a long time, Brian Johnson, the lead singer for ACDC. And one of these days we'll get him on the show. I want to send out a uh, Happy New Year to Carol Shelby, because I talked to him over the holidays. He will be coming back on our show again for a few minutes. Uh, and Linda Vaughn will be coming on our show. Miss Hurst, okay? How are we doing, late? We got that? Find another batch? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's try it again. Let's see what happens here. Hi there. I'm Tom Natchew
2: from Dream Car Garage, Sports Car Revolution, in the U.S. GT Championship. You're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. I always do when I'm in town.
0: He sure does, and he will be coming on our show again. And Tom Natchew is the co-host of Dream Car Garage. And then, of course, who else we got? Got a little promo. Dan Woods. Dan Woods.
2: Hi, this is Dan Woods, the host of Chop, Cut, Rebuild on the Speed Channel, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars.
0: Thanks, Dan. I appreciate that. <laughs> but anyway, Ed, I talked to Dad Woods today, and he's going to come back on our show again. And, of course, I talked to Dennis Gage for a while, and the next time he comes on, we're going to talk about his musical career. You know, Lee, that he used to play in a band up in the Chicago area. He opened for Charlie Daniels, Dr. Hook, and... Uh uh one other band i can't think of right now but um but so he was played you know he played some pretty serious uh, guitar back in the day did that for a couple years and then decided to go back and get his phd in chemistry and then he worked to work procter and gamble and subsequently he was uh, in their product development and he's the guy you see with the mustache on the pringles box although he doesn't admit it but he has a number of outstanding patents he's a very interesting guy and he's done a number of tv shows he's a big bike guy you know, in the motorcycles and particularly European uh, sport bike and cruising. So he had a couple of cool shows on uh, back in the day, Corbin's Ride and I think tripping on Two Wheels. Those were his other shows. But at any rate, so those would be some of our guests. And then, of course, you know, we've had who we have on this year. God, we had a litany of people. We had Dan Gurney. We had uh, Sam Posey. We had uh, Lynn St. James. We had Mario Andretti was on. Bobby Rahal. Dave Despain's been on. Let's see, TV Tommy Ivo, Don Perdome, Don Garlis, Shirley Muldowney, uh, Rick Dale from uh, American Restorations. He'll be coming on again sometime. Uh, I'm trying to get him to persuade his friends to come on. Uh, his buddy, his cohort now is Larry the Cable Guy, and also uh, the guys from Pawn Stars. So I'm working on a whole litany of really, really cool, interesting, fascinating people for the show. So my listeners, I want you to all stay tuned to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and what do we got ready next? Uh, uh, Elvis Presley with Girl Happy. Girl Happy. Okay, well, go ahead, run the commercials before that, and then get our Guest on because I want him. He's a big Elvis fan. Matter of fact, he co-starred with Elvis and uh, had a couple of bit, role, you know, some some roles with uh, Elvis in a couple of his uh, films. Roused About was one of them, and of course, this one, Girl, Girl Happy, that we will be playing here shortly. So. Anyways, did anybody figure out who my special guest is for this evening, okay? I got a gift certificate for you. I'll give you another clue. He played a heavy, but you couldn't miss him because he always had a crew cut, okay? That's the giveaway. If you can't figure it out, then you miss out on a really, really great meal at Crabby's Beachwalk and a spectacular sunset down there with all the guys down there. Okay, let's go ahead. Well, we're still waiting for that seventh caller, so... Oh, we are? Okay. Yeah. But at any rate, let's go ahead and... Roll Should up. we give out the numbers? Maybe not. Oh, yeah, the numbers. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Keep, keep uh, it a secret. Keep please. it a secret. No, no, no. We need to Call us here at 727-441-3000, 727 441 I know I need to talk slower. Okay, i got to work on that. You can actually Google Tantalk1340.com, and you can see us live in the studio. You'll see me. I'll be waving at Lee. Lee's on the other side of the uh, in the production room over there. But nonetheless, we're here. And uh, we'd love to entertain you. But uh, let's go ahead and uh, roll a couple commercials, call a guest, and then we'll bring him on, and then we'll do those other little clips. Hey, listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. I'd like to tell you about a great pizza shop right here in downtown Clearwater. Bro's Pizzeria, voted number one in the city of Clearwater. They're located at 547 South Fort Harrison Avenue. They have great New York style pizza, as well as delicious lasagna, spaghetti and meatballs, manicotti, linguine. And if you're in the neighborhood for lunch, they have great hot and cold sandwiches and appetizers. So call 727-441-6025 for takeout and deliveries, or stop by for a veal parmesan dinner and a nice glass of vino. That's Bro's Pizzeria. Check out their website and watch my friend Olty create a spectacular pizza before your very eyes. What would you like on your pizza? Call Bro's Pizzeria 727-441-6025 That's 727-441-6025 And tell them Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. Hey, listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. As most of you know, I'm in the car business, and often I need cars towed. Well, Kotaka's Towing has all the trucks and equipment to meet your needs. Whether it's long distance, short distance, or just around the corner, they can get it done. Kotaka's Towing, located at 1141 Court Street in Clearwater. Also, they have a full-service repair and body shop to meet all your automotive needs. So give my friends Lefty and Joey a call at Kotaka's Towing, at 727-447-1952. And be sure and mention Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and you might get a discount count girl, happy, awesome. girl, happy.
1: Girl, happy, can't you see girl, girl, happy. every girl I see looks good to me what a crazy way, out, way to be I love a life of nothing but beautiful women all well, I Yes, I'm girl, girl happy. happy, girl happy. Can't you see, happy. girl, girl happy? Every time I see a pretty face, happy. girl, girl happy. My heart just heads for outer space, happy. Girl, girl happy. I need a girl to make my life worth living. Yes, I'm. Happy. See? Happy. Girl, girl, happy. I've been like this since I was just a baby boy. Personals over on my cradle made me jump for joy. Mama, keep your daughter out of sight. I'm in a loving mood tonight. I love a life with nothing but beautiful women. we
0: This is Norm, and he built one of the baddest hot rods ever. The car sparked a trend and even became a TV star.
1: Listen, Jen, uh, the Letterman's ball is next Saturday. It'll be the swing of his deal. of the year. I already have a date next Saturday. Merlin Jones? Yes. What's he got that I haven't got? I'm afraid I don't have enough time to answer that. Listen, Jennifer, I can do things for you. I mean, I'm a big man on this campus. I don't like to brag, but... Oh, of but course not. You take last week's football game. Who scored the winning touchdown? Who fumbled twice and cost us two touchdowns? could have happened to anyone well who coached most of the players in math you know if it weren't for merlin midvale wouldn't have a team you'd all have flunked hi jen hi merlin hey the brain's going out for football not exactly easy this is what position you're gonna play jones drawback (laughs) (laughs) i can see merlin now smashing his way through a tough heavy line a line of Latin, I mean. <laughs> and can't you hear the crowd roar when he tackles a physics problem? <laughs> Listen, you all-American lunkhead. What's what you're Norman, saying, Joe? don't Jones. you think it's about time you fed the animals in the lab? Yeah, and don't forget to clean the cages while you're at it.
0: Okay, you should have been able to figure out who my special guest for the evening is. Because the last couple of clips mentioned his name, but it gives me great pleasure to introduce to our show tonight one of the original Hot Rodders, okay, probably he's he's known as the father of the tea bucket, and he's everybody's favorite heavy, and he was in a litany of movies, and I played a couple of clips this evening, it gives me great pleasure to welcome to the show this evening, Norm Grabowski. Norm, are you there? yes, I am boy I started laughing when I heard that dialogue did you <laughs> did did that bring back old memories
2: oh man I forgot I, you know what at first i didn't I was wondering whose voice that was you know I didn't recognize my own voice
0: you didn't recognize your own voice well it hasn't changed
2: <coughs> still... much twenty years ago it is yeah but that was funny. Uh, that was that was funny. <laughs>
0: So, how many Walt Disney movies did you star in? Or did you, uh, you were uh, in?
2: I didn't star in any of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I worked in them some, and, uh, but I, I think it must have been four, four or five, I guess.
0: I think it's, I've got written down here Son of Flubber, Monkey's yeah. Uncle, The Misadventures of Merlin Jones, and I'm Blackbeard's Ghost. Yeah, Is and then a
2: horse in a great flannel suit.
0: A horse, okay.
2: And then there's happiest millionaire.
0: The happiest. That's right. That was another one that had uh, John Davidson yeah. in it.
2: And then there's the Nomobile.
0: The Nomobile. Oh yeah. yeah. I had a chance
2: to work with uh, Walter Brennan.
0: Walter Brennan. Uh, hell yeah. He was,
2: he was a grand old guy. Boy, let me tell you.
0: The real McCoy, right?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, he
0: was. Don't you miss the good old days?
2: Well, I tell you, I love working at Disney Studio because uh, people there like the commissary or whatever, everybody was so friendly and it was just a joy to work there.
0: I was talking earlier with somebody, and, um, because in the, uh, in Monkey's Uncle, Annette Funicello sings, and of course, the Beach Boys is like the the band that she plays with, and it doesn't really reference who they are, but, you know, it seems like back in those days, there was just a lot more camaraderie. It wasn't commercial. Everybody worked together. I mean, did, did it seem like, is that the way it was back in those days? Everybody just kind of, you know.
1: Well, I never really thought
2: about it that way, but I guess you're right. Yeah.
0: You know, it wasn't like it was a real competitive thing. It was more of a camaraderie, uh, atmosphere yeah, back yeah, in those it, days. It
2: was just enjoyable, just fun.
0: So, of those movies that you did, uh, well, how did it all get started? It got started basically because you built a car that was featured on Hot Rod magazine on the cover of Hot Rod or Hot Rodding magazine back in 1955. Tell us about that that yeah, that famous was, uh, day and that well, famous car.
2: Uh, of course, the a T bucket that was black, and uh, Hot Rod magazine dubbed it the Lightning Bug, mm-hmm. and it had a, a old Cadillac a 52 Cadillac engine in it. And it had a, a, a 371 Jimmy blower on it that was borrowed, uh-huh. with, with a four barrel on top of that, and the engine was pretty. Uh, had a lot of miles on it when I took it out of my folks' car.
0: <laughs> okay, that's that's two story, that right?
2: For the uh, uh, for the a uh, tea bucket, so and then I, of course, later after I wore it out with that supercharger, that that really helped put the miles on it quicker than it would have been. Then I had it rebuilt by a gentleman named Carl Flashman. I haven't said that name in a long time. And he was in Burbank and he he was a genius with engines and whatnot like that. Uh, he, I think he's the one that built the Shadoff Special. Oh, really? And I don't know if you remember that or not.
0: Uh, the name rings a bell. Um, I think
2: it was a Bonneville car. But anyway, that's where all that started. When he rebuilt my engine, uh, that's when we went to the four carburetors on a Horn manifold, the Jackson Rotophase ignition, and the car really ran nice.
0: What? What? Now, tell us a little bit how the car, how the whole idea came about. I mean, you had just gotten back from the service. You were working with your family there in their family business, and then you got the idea to build this hot rod because you were kind of in the cars a little bit. Because you were... well,
2: I wanted. I, I fell in love with hot rods when I first saw them, mm-hmm. and uh, the more I saw, the more I wanted one. So I got with this car club called the torques, and one of the guys there—he uh, helped me get started, kind of, and 'cause I didn't know anything. <laughs> you know, just blind luck, I guess. But I found out through the years that I did have a, a an eye for um, for what looks right or what looks wrong, mm-hmm. and I I could see the difference. And I don't know if that sounds braggadocious or not, but. Uh, the, I kept changing the car because, it, as I would see it, I would say, I think that rear end needs to go forward more. Hey, that, let's, let's put the front end forward now. We'll put the lead, the spring behind the axle instead of in front of the axle like Ford had it, and things like that. So.
0: And then, of course, you put the little truck bed on there. Tell us about that. How that all came about? Because you said that was something you got for five bucks or something.
2: Well, I paid five bucks for the T bucket body. Okay. It was it was in pretty poor shape. Uh huh. And uh, my friend Ted Warbeef, I, I guess he's, I don't know if he's alive or dead now, but he built his own dragster and stuff like that. And uh, with a combination of, of ideas, he came up with the uh, the, the short pickup bed. And uh, little I guess because it hadn't been done yet. Mm-hmm. There was all kinds of tea buckets before me, but none of them had a short pickup like that.
0: Where would the name tea bucket originate, do you know?
2: Tea bucket boy,
0: I see, you know somewhere. You know, I read...
2: it's hard to say where it really originated. I guess people looked at it as a bucket
0: <laughs> model <laughs> T and a bucket. I guess, okay, and there's all
2: kinds of buckets out there, you know.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, there still are. <laughs> so now, what how the, back in those days, I mean, your stirring column came right up through the center of the floor, there, kind of like, and it was kind of almost like perpendicular, right? So, was that kind of well, it, was,
1: it was
2: pretty close to that. The reason you know, teas are so damn small, mm hmm there the, the hardly any leg room, so I used to drive uh with just my stocking feet and i'd take my shoes off so I could work the clutch pedal the brake pedal and the gas pedal because they, they were so close together
0: uh-huh and what you have uh, what'd you have for training in that thing back then
2: i had a thirty nine top loader
0: okay. Board, okay
2: gearbox you know How- which which weren't the strongest so, it- so I built a, a big a frame with a two-ton hoist. In those days, that was a huge hoist. Mm -hmm. And I used to be able to jack up the back of the car to pull the rear end out in order to get the transmission out because that was a, a solid tube uh, uh drive shaft mm-hmm. or I should say I'm probably saying it wrong but
0: torque tube is what it was yeah torque tube yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: A, a, a torque tube and uh in fact there's, there's pictures of it on the internet that I think Life magazine took of me underneath the car in the, uh you know with that big A frame that that was the reason for that cuz I kept breaking transmissions
0: now, after you, uh, we'll go fast forward a year or two. Now, after the car, um, you put the carburetors back on it. And, and speaking about that that issue of Life magazine, uh, subsequently, what, somebody saw the car and said, hey, we'd like to use that car for movies. So then suddenly the car got introduced in the films, right? It, be, it became a star itself. So tell us a little bit about that.
2: How it got on 77 Sunset Strip is is a, the most interesting. The studio called uh, Neil Emery at Valley Custom. And Valley Custom at that time were the top car builders, and they were in Burbank. And uh, they knew I had the car because they did some work on it. And they Neil called me and he says, Hey, they want to see your car at Warner Brothers. Take it down here right now. The The script calls for a crazy or a kooky car, see? Oh, okay. And that's how that came about. So I tried to, you know, I drove it down there, drove it on the lot, which was a thrill, first time doing that. And then uh, I I could see that the director and the producer and all all the people that were involved there, I, I could see they really loved the car. So <laughs> I thought, hey, I can make some money here, you know. So, so, and I said, well, how much is this going to pay? And they said, uh, $50 a day. And I said, oh, I was thinking more like 100 you know. <laughs> and they said, no, that's all our budget will allow is 50 So I said, well, okay. <laughs> I figured, you know, why throw that away?
0: Absolutely 50 bucks was a lot of money back in those days wasn't it
2: It wasn't bad for having fun and uh going to the studio yeah Mhm So I like when I went there I would show Ed Burns uh you know the how the car worked and uh, getting comfortable driving it
0: Mm-hmm. Now, isn't it true that there for a while you were just driving the car yourself because you didn't want anybody else driving the car, so you basically did some stunt driving? Well, what
2: happened was I uh, I rented the car. The very first time I rented the car for $25 a day, the actor got in it, and the, uh, there was a rehearsal. It was a dirt uh, dirt parking area, and the director says, okay, uh, action. And the director says, come on, spin the wheels a little bit. And he he wanted the actor that was driving it, it was a big guy, you know, over six foot, and he wanted to be careful not to over spin the wheels, mm-hmm. but he gave it a little bit too much and he he and he, he did a one hundred eighty and the car uh hit a twelve by twelve wooden post in the ground. Ouch. And it just you know, the front axle just went into it and bounced back. And of course, I'm looking at all this with my heart sunk. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the windshield cracked, and I, I I could see the radius rods just bent. Oh. And uh, everybody stopped to look at me. The whole the whole crew, crew. and the director yelled out. Don't worry about it, kid. We'll get you a new windshield. Because <laughs> that's all they saw that that was wrong. I gotcha. And uh, anyway, they had to redo it. And uh, the shot with the way it was, even though it didn't drive for the darn after it was hit. But Valley Customs straightened it up later. Uh, it had to straighten the frame, new radius rods, of course, the windshield and all that. And the bill, the total bill. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Two hundred and fifty? No, two hundred and thirty dollars.
0: Wow, that's in what nineteen sixty dollars, something like that.
2: Oh, that that was no, that was. um,
0: Or fifty-seven, fifty-eight. That was
2: fifty-nine, I think. Okay. Yeah, that's before, Um, but um, or earlier yet. It was earlier yet because later in fifty-nine is when I rented the car was blue with flames, and that's when seventy-seven used the car. Okay. And that's when the studio called Neil Emery, you know, with that, you know, we're looking for a crazy car. That's how I got into that. But prior to that, they used it on wire service where the script calls for a wolf's head on the front of the grill shell. Uh I don't know if you ever saw pictures of that. No, I didn't. It was with Dana Andrews. And um, I can't remember the young guy who was supposed to be driving my car. But I insisted on me, me, Norm Grabowski driving that car, because I didn't want any actor to, to have any problem anymore. Uh-huh. So they said, well, if you're going to drive it, then you've got to get a top put on it. So I quick got the top put on it, and um, later I I joined the Screen Extras Guild, because I was in that, that category where I'm, I'm driving, I can belong to the Guild. mm mm-hmm and uh went home that night and told my mother I said mom it's co- it cost 200 bucks to join the guild should i do it or not and she said do it <laughs> <laughs> so i had a, I had, a, I had really great folks
0: well that's good they were real supportive so how oh, many yeah. how yeah. many so subsequently after that you started getting these little uh uh you got typecast as kind of like a heavy in some of these uh movies so that's uh, when that all started luck like, right around 59 60 then
2: yeah. I, plus, I was working out with weights, and uh, you know, I want I wanted to be body bitching.
0: Mm-hmm, okay, <laughs> we can say that bitching's a California term, man. Far out, Yeah, groovy.
2: California term, right, sure, man. <laughs> and uh, but uh, I, the only thing that I was disappointed in uh, with uh, seventy-seven Sunset Strip is that they didn't use the car enough, mm-hmm. and it was a couple weeks, a few weeks go by. Sometimes they didn't even use it. And I, I didn't know it, but the kids later told me that Friday night come around, and they were hoping to see the car every time. Oh yeah, and and they didn't. So I, I don't think the studio realized what they had. I think they that that they that they could have capitalized on that
0: more. Right. Now, when when you uh when when they were doing 77 Sunset Strip, did you do any driving in that thing or was Cookie the only one who no, drove? No, no,
2: Ed Burns was doing the driving, but I okay. would always stand by uh, in other words, I'd bring the car in and make sure everything was uh was ready and clean and so forth. And uh and he got to handle the car really good.
0: Mm-hmm. Did you uh after 77 Sunset Strip, what came on uh what was the next uh wise move for the car then?
2: Uh, not much. <laughs> not much? I, I, however, I was really lucky in 57 okay. to get a full page in Life magazine and because um, they were doing a story about drag racing and hot rods. Mm-hmm. And I was cruising Hollywood like I normally did on Friday and Saturday night with a buddy. And we just, you know, because it was so much fun then in those days. And uh, I didn't know it, but Life magazine guys were trying to get me to stop, and I didn't know they were even there. Mm -hmm. So I pulled into this little drive-in off of Sunset Boulevard, and we stopped. And, of course, I drew a crowd right away. And then they came in and uh, introduced themselves from Life. And it's okay if we take some pictures. I said, yeah, have at it, you know. <clears throat> so that's how that got started. Then I said, "Listen, I'm going over to the valley now, uh, over Barham Boulevard to uh, to look like Bob's. Why don't you follow me? There's, there should be more car action there." So they did, and that's the picture that they used.
0: And that's the one where you're sitting there in the car eating a burger.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: that's cool. That's a,
2: actually it wasn't a burger.
0: Oh, it wasn't a burger?
2: It was a bacon and tomato. Uh, with avocado and a fried egg sandwich.
0: <laughs> well, i
2: whole wheat toast.
0: <laughs> you're somewhat diet conscious. And
2: it was good.
0: <laughs> now that uh, that um, now Bob's is basically that's on that's a landmark. Now you were telling me that right? That uh, drive-in that's still there, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. They have uh, cruise night every Friday night there now. But when I was going there, you weren't allowed to stand by the cars. Uh, they didn't want anybody loitering. Uh, they were really strict with you got to get in your car and wait there you can't be out in the parking lot or or near where they you know serve the food stuff so and a, lo- a lot of times Friday and Saturday night we had to wait in line just to get a spot so they had this uh, like a, a turn where you go around this little circle and so I you know I I I didn't run a fan on that car and I was worried about idling too much that it's gonna overheat so I would shut it off and then I, when it was time to move up, uh, I just put it in neutral, and I'd grab the rear tire and look, 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 like a wheelchair and just move the car. Well, that flipped out a lot of people. They couldn't believe it.
0: <laughs> um, now, okay, so then tell us a little bit how, how your movie career began. I mean, because you, you were in a movie with Elvis Presley. You were in two movies with Elvis Presley. You were in Roustabout, you were in Girl Happy.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, so once you joined Screen Actors Guild or Screen, was it Screen Actors or Screen Extras Guild? Well, it was
2: extras at first, and then I, I swung over to the Actors Guild mm-hmm. uh, because I started getting little little parts and stuff. My first uh, part actually was in Darby's Rangers. Oh, really? Yeah, with, J- with James
0: Garner. Was that a war movie? to kind of like?
2: And 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 no, and uh, it was Warner Brothers. And Ed Burns was a contract player to Warner Brothers. Okay. And that was before uh, 77 Sunset Strip. Okay. So I ended up uh, showing off at the right time and didn't know the director's son was having lunch with all the guys together. Mm -hmm. And he told his father, who was the director, uh, in fact, it was Bill Wellman. He's a famous uh, old-time director. Oh really? Yeah, he he did a lot of uh, stuff with the early flying. I, I can't think of the right the names of the movies right now, but the guy was really something. So they I used to do all these sound effects, you know, like dogs barking and and birds singing and all this stuff. Uh-huh. And so they told his dad that hey, you got you ought to see this guy. He can do all this stuff. So I went into work, and you know, we're, we're, we had to dress like rangers, and um, the director said, hey, they said, the director wants to see you, Norm. I said, yeah, right, you know, thought they were pulling my leg. And they said, no, really, he wants to see you. So I met the director, Bill Wellman. And the first thing he asked me, he says, "Can you bark like a fish?"
0: <laughs> bark like a fish. Oh, early, so early voiceover uh, works, what it so was. I
2: barked, you know, <laughs> you know,
0: like, yeah. and then
2: I did my lips like a fish. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I worked seven weeks after that on the on the film, and they just wrote stuff in for me to do.
0: Wow, that's great.
2: So that was really a nice uh, a nice thing that happened.
0: Hmm. Then okay, so then the like I said, the movies with Roustabout, and then Girl Happy, and then the, obviously the the Walt Disney things. What what came first, or were they going on simultaneously back then?
2: Um, uh, after, let's see, then I did Torpedo Run.
0: Oh, Torpedo be, Run. Be,
2: yeah, there was a uh, assistant director working on that film that recommended me for Torpedo Run because he liked my face. Okay, he thought I had a good face. Okay. I always thought I had a face I would stop a train down an alley, you know. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I went on the interview, and and they were the cast was already filled, but they liked my face so much that they added me and wrote me uh, a little extra stuff to do.
0: Okay, well that's good.
2: So that's when I met Ernest Borgnine and Glenn Ford, and and uh I had a great time.
0: Well, that's super. Now, while the, while your 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 fledgling movie career was going on at the same time, were you still you were still obviously involved in hot rods? Were you still building other cars, or were you still playing with the uh, cookie well, car?
2: I, yeah, we did. Uh, I I did have a twenty five T touring that became uh, bright red, mm-hmm. and Neil and and Clay Jensen at Valley Custom, they uh, I had it sandblasted, and they thought that was a mistake because it can. They can, you know, put waves in the body.
0: Yeah, worth it.
2: But clay, uh, hammer, welded, and shrunk metal to get it all straight as can be. Mm. And so later, I had both cars, and then that car became after I sold it to a friend of mine, that became my mother the car on one of the shows.
0: Really, that uh, the sedan, the yeah, and the TV show, my mother the car that was supposedly a nineteen twenty nine Porter is what it was.
2: Well, yeah, but it was really my car, but they did the uh, body work at the studio or somebody did it and uh and, and they changed that front end to look like a um
0: nineteen twenty nine porter or model A.
2: Well yeah, yeah, but there was no such thing as a porter. No.
0: But uh look it actually looks like a model A. Any of your early V eight cars look like that pretty much, right? Model A. Well as. they all
2: kind of have have similar
0: Looks Looks, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Well that's interesting. So the, in other words when you had that uh that I guess that was basically like a Phaeton, wasn't it? Something like that?
2: Well it was a Turing car had the turn- back seat. Right. Yeah, and uh, and I was, and the friend of mine that uh, that bought the car from me, of course, I shouldn't have sold that car either. Uh, he worked on the set as a prop man, and so uh, I got to know the director, who was the director of Doby Gillis. So I worked a couple of those shows, and they got a kick out of me on that. And then I even had a part as a cop uh, in the in in the in the show we just talked about.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, and my mother, the car.
2: Yeah, my mother, the car.
0: Okay. Wow, we got about four minutes left here. It went a little quicker than I thought it was going to go. But uh, so did, you, did
2: we do a half hour already?
0: Yeah, believe it or not. Once we start yakking, no, <laughs> it goes quick. But I'm definitely—you'll come on again, won't you? Oh, of course. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm hoping I can make uh, you know get you down here to Florida. This, you know, because you've been to the Turkey Rod Run. I'm trying to get you uh, maybe get over, get you involved in maybe Amelia Island or something like that because that comes up in March. And uh, but uh-huh. I'd love to have you come here to Florida, maybe w- even sit in the studio with us cuz you know you've got a lot of fans around here. You've been around for a long time and I know you cover the Midwest cuz you're living in Arkansas right now, right? Yes. yes. Well, the, believe it or not, we actually have a radio station, a uh, sister radio station. It's KLRG. It's an AM station somewhere. I guess it's near Little Rock or something like that.
2: Uh, it could be. I just did an interview, well, a, a few months back. Uh-huh. It was last year. Um Naturally, okay. Uh, for r- the radio interview from a guy in Springfield, Missouri, because I'm I'm fairly close to Springfield. Okay, and and I think he goes by a Gearhead or something like that. Uh huh. But well, I don't remember the, his name. Uh, but but the but all we did was 15 minutes, and it, it flew by pretty quick.
0: It does. It really does. Now, if somebody wants to get a hold of you, basically, they you have a website, right? Yeah, it's and, called normsnews.com. dot Okay, so anybody wants to get hold of Norm Grabowski, the famous actor with the two famous cars. Actually, I did. I knew you had the one. I didn't know the Porter was was your car too. Um, yeah. They can just check you out at the website. And obviously, you go to you attend a lot of shows in the Midwest. You usually attend the Street Rod Nationals, the big one that they have in Missouri. The, the, oh,
2: I I used to. I I, I kind of dropped out because they upped the 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 year. Hmm. You know, they went to the '80s cars. Oh, okay. And I, the whole point was street rotting pre forty nine. Okay. And uh, I like the cars better. You know, I thought the '80s cars were were butt ugly. You
0: know. That's true. That's true. <laughs> they really are. So. Pardon if Pardon the pun. <laughs> uh, well, we can say butt ugly, but it's okay. you know. We'll keep okay. it at that. But anyway, hey, Norm, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for tuning in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Everybody, our feature special guest tonight. And we're going to have to have Norm on again because we just didn't get enough time uh, to, to talk about all the cool stuff that he's done. Because I want to talk more about his movie career. I want to talk more about his car. Talk about the wood carvings that you're doing today that you've always done. You're a handy-dandy guy with a Dremel tool. Uh, you do some cool carvings. But anyway, Norm, I want to thank you for coming on the show. We'll definitely stay in touch. And uh, don't hang up because I want to ask you something when we get off the air here, real quick. So just hang on the telephone. And everybody okay, else, Robert. I want to thank everybody for tuning into Nostalgic Radio in Cars. Be sure to tune in next week. Stay safe, drive carefully, love your family. And uh, we'll catch you at some of these shows that are going on here. And uh, everybody else, take care.